2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold. One more segment in the books Again, thanks to Scott Cole Branson for giving us a lot of insight into Derek Carr and you know what to expect. I thought he made a lot of interesting, interesting points there. Again, like I, th- I mentioned this to him, the, the mobility thing is funny to me because while he might not seem like the most mobile person in the world, he's like worlds more mobile than anyone the Saints have had, and, and I would argue including Jameis Winston, considering he ran a five second forty at the combine. Although how like soon, J- Jameis has been reasonably. How mobile. soon you forget about Taysom? He's never he's never been the starter. So, yes, I did forget about Taysom. <laughs> <laughs> and, and good, what a minute. Is Ian Bookmore mobile? This is true. This is true. <laughs> but I'm talking about like guys that they actually wanted to start,
4: not guys that they had to start. I'm going to say Ian started that crucial Monday night football game.
3: <laughs> yeah. Man, well, it wasn't was so ridiculous. It, the, it, you're joking, but it was a crucial game. <laughs> yeah. No, right, right. They missed the playoffs because of that game. <laughs> because yeah. you will not convince me that the Saints don't beat. Like they were competitive in that game. They lost like a 20 to three, right? But it's because they could not move the ball. But like the defense was competitive, even with half the starters out. If they win that game, they make the playoffs anyway. I'm not mad about
4: it. But wait a minute. Somebody on the San Francisco 49ers has a cough. Let's cancel their game and reschedule it. Yeah.
3: I mean, the thing that we don't talk about with that is like it's a good thing they missed the playoffs because if they got to the playoffs, it would have been Trevor Symbian starting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fun time. Because Taysom got obviously got hurt in that in that week seventeen game week eighteen game. Um but that's not what we're talking. We're not here to rehash why the Saints shouldn't have had to play that Monday night game back in twenty twenty one. We are going to talk about some some predictions for where Saints free agents will land. And the reason we started this with Derek Carr is because we're going to go into the player who isn't technically a free agent yet, but dollars to donuts, he will be. By this time next week, or or at least designated a, a post June one cut. You know, I, it's going to be interesting to see how they manage it. But that's Jameis Winston. I don't think that you keep him on this roster. It would be kind of a mean thing to do, in my opinion. Of like, oh, you you got someone, and it's like we're just going to hold you ransom for a year, right? Like that, that'd be kind of lame to me. So I'm going to kind of look at him as a free agent. And so, where do you think he's going to end up? Because I think he's going to end up somewhere. And the question is, is he going to be there as a starter or as a backup? So what, what is your prediction for him?
4: Yeah, I would think that Jameis would have to go into a role where I don't think any team is is going to definitely hand the reins over to him kind of like was supposed to be here in New Orleans where he was coming in a clear-cut starter. But I could see him competing and in the mix for that starting job. Promise that at least. But definitely not anywhere, I would think, Coming in day one, you're the bona fide guaranteed starter here. Uh, it'll be interesting for him because I do think I want you know, a real prediction, Steve. You're dancing around it. I don't know. I could I could be, I could see a Jameis Winston in a in a, a Raiders uniform, as crazy as that sounds. Okay. A, a complete swap right there would be wild. I mean, it's kind of like what the kind of like what
3: the Saints and the Bears did last year <laughs> with backup Seriously. TV, right? Right. Like Trevor Simeon ended up on the Bears and Danny Dalton ended up on the Saints. Here, here, here's, here's, here's the thing. I think that's going to be the case with the Saints and the Dolphins this year. I think Jameis Winston is going to be the backup on the Dolphins. He's obviously, you know, that's familiar really with that right area, there. right? He works out there in the in the off season. Teddy, I would say, did not work out there, but he could come back and be and be Derek Carr's backup, right? So, like. That's kind of my my off the wall prediction is Jameis Winston is the backup to Tua, which is a pretty prime backup spot if he had to be a backup anywhere. And it's a great offense to have to kind of walk into. Like, and this is just assuming like he can't get a starting job somewhere, which I think is, I don't think he's guaranteed a starting job.
4: And yeah, like I don't, I don't think it's a scenario where someone's looking to draft a QB early, and it's like, well, we have Jameis as the guy. As our backup, you know, while we get the other quarterback ready, kind of thing. I think Jameis will still be that break in case of emergency kind of quarterback. Not and unless obviously he's a clear cut winner, come quote unquote, you know, during training camp, he, he wows everybody. But I definitely think there's a place for him in the in the league, but as a as a definite starter, not not quite yet. But I am he has that capability, especially. I mean, we we've seen there's, there's a lot of QB teams hurting right now in the NFL. And what about something wild scenario of him even going to like Carolina? I mean, they they're still in the QB need mode, but I know it's tough when they have how many quote unquote washed up arms over right. there already kind of deal. The Island
3: of misfit top. Yeah. Picks. yeah there you go. Right. Yeah. I, I think if, if there's a team that does probably need to go find a starting quarterback and needs a bridge, probably be Indy right if Indy trades up and takes Bryce Young which I think is a realistic possibility or if they stay stay stand Pat and take like a Will Levis I think one way or another you know I don't think they're going to go with Sam Ellinger I don't think they're going to bring Matt Ryan back and they might be in the market for a one-year starter and it might be a good situation for him to kind of re-establish that he can be a starter in the NFL so that, I think that's kind of where I land with him is like he he might go he, he'll either be a like a a high value backup on a team that knows that it can win even if it's starting quarterback goes down right so they're going to want to put someone in that position that like a guy who's an injury risk like tua you feel good about his backup same reason they had teddy bridgewater last year but teddy bridgewater is also injury prone Jameis winston is also injury prone the the problem with teddy is you know, like Jameis's injuries, you can at least explain away in their lower body and stuff like that. Teddy's another concussion. I don't think you want to have two concussion-prone players in the same quarterback room. Got to mix up the injuries. Because, like, that, how? Like, at least twice this season, you saw oh, Tua went out with a with a head injury. Oh, Teddy went out with a head injury. Oh no, what do we do now? So that's kind of where I'm at. But okay, let's let's move on from him. That's my guess for him is Miami backing up to Tua. Next on this list, Marcus Davenport. I think this is a pretty easy one. I would put money on Marcus Davenport being on the Falcons roster next year. Wow. That's pretty bold. Well, and here's the reason they have a lot of money to throw around. Like, sure, you can say, is he worth this from the Saints side of things? And they have to consider that because whether we we did just go through like a long form breakdown of like why Nick Wright was wrong, but why he is right is. They're going to be at a disadvantage in this situation, even if they wanted to bring him back. And we're willing to pay more than he might be worth to do it because the Falcons actually, need, they're going to need to spend money to, to reach like the floor. Like they have to spend money. So if Ryan Nielsen is like, I want to bring him in, I think last year was an aberration and we're going to get him at a discount. Like by the time his contract is over, you're going to be like, wow, what a steal on this guy. The Saints didn't franchise him. So he's, he's going to hit the open market, and I think it, it's going to be one of those situations where like the Falcons just take him because they can.
4: I've been really surprised on all the pre-free agency you know, chatter you re- or read about. There's been quite an interest, or I'm not going to say a demand, obviously, but yeah, there's definitely been interest from people seeing other markets having a need for a guy like Davenport, even despite the injury troubles and him not playing that much. I've seen Cleveland Browns, uh, the Houston Texans. I I don't think the Saints invest that money into him just because I I think they pretty much know the guy he is right now. And, you know, we kind of talked about the last segment. It's just time for a guy like Derek Carr to have a new change of scenery. I think that's the case for Marcus Davenport as well. Things just never were able to take off here, unfortunately. I love the raw power there. I love the strength that he does have combined with the speed. It's just unfortunate we, we don't see enough of it on the field. Uh, yeah, and it's also a position that I would argue the Saints
3: are reasonably deep at. Like, they don't have to tilt because they they yes, still have Cam right. Jordan. They have Peyton Turner, who they they need to at least give a chance to get on the field, right? Like, he needs to have a route to playing time. Carl Granderson has been very good, right? Tano Passigno they brought back. And they clearly like, and then I think you draft a guy. I don't think, I don't know if you draft him in the top three rounds, but you do draft a guy. And then I would like to see them try to use Zach Bond in a pass rushing capacity in some way. Cause I think that is an, that is an untapped area for him that I think he actually could be pretty good at. I mean, you have one more year with him. So you want to see what he can do there. Please let's see something from Peyton Turner too. But okay,
4: and then and then the guy on this list, David Onyemata, I think he's back with the Saints. Yeah, I think he's a a must to bring back, honestly, because you really don't have much going on in that interior. Nobody. I feel like you've seen enough flashes with him, and you have invested a lot of you know development in in and then a guy that you know we've heard all the story of him being from you know the Canadian uh, playing football in Canada, the Manitoba uh, raw on top prospect kind of deal, and. He seemed to be a lot healthier, obviously last season, and there were there were points where he was able to to generate that that pressure and that push. Uh, I just just something you would hope you would see more from him, and I, I don't know if there's ever going to be that other next level that we've been waiting for, kind of from Onyemata.
3: No, I mean you talk about David Onyemata, and he is a way better Iron Man than people give him credit for, other than the six game suspension, obviously, which yeah. that has nothing to do with health. He's only missed two games in his career. He played in all 17 games last year. He played in all 11 games he was eligible for last year. He played in all 16 games his first three seasons, and he played in 15 out of 16 games in both the 2019 and 2020 seasons. So, like, in that sense, he has been very healthy. He started slow. I think he he had a rough end of the 2021 season. I don't think he ever came back from that suspension and got in a rhythm. And he had a rough start to this past season, but I think he came on strong later in the year. And I think that's like when you're looking at the Saints and they have to spend somewhere, you're gonna, you're gonna allow Marcus Davenport to get out the door because A, he was not productive. And B, you have to have someone you trust in the interior. Like right now, I don't know who that's gonna be, right? Shy Tuttle's a free agent. Like I imagine they bring him back, but like Kentavious Street, another guy who I'm guessing is gonna end up on the Falcons, right? So like, that's the only reason, like, people are mocking defensive tackles to the Saints, and it's not because necessarily because it's like, oh, I love this defensive tackle. It's because they desperately need defensive tackle.
4: No, that's scary, too, you think about. Obviously, you mentioned with Davenport going to Atlanta. Uh, I could see, obviously, too, we've mentioned before previously, you can pretty much lock stock and guarantee Contavious Street. But, I, I mean, even Onyamata would be someone, obviously, if that relationship he had with uh, Nielsen was so good, that he wouldn't consider taking money to go over there. Agreed.
3: Okay, so these 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 are a handful of guys that I think are going to re-sign. JT Gray, I think you have to bring him back. Justin Evans, I think he had a solid season. He had some rough sp- patches, but all in all, you asked him to do a lot more than you probably expected with Marcus May missing a lot of time. And I think he held up pretty well. And I, um, say get,
4: I consider that obviously valuable depth too,
3: for sure. Yeah, I like him back. Uh,
4: Caden Ellis, I would be incredibly disappointed if he doesn't come back. But you could you can you can almost feel it because of him having that huge productive year, and now suddenly more eyes are all on this guy. It'll be interesting to see what that price tag though is for 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 Ellis because while say what we did get to witness this season was impressive. It just it's really not still that much of a you know sample size for you to dole out the big bucks for him. I agree.
3: I think it is going to come down to his price tag. If it's reasonable, he comes back. If it's unreasonable, I think he has to go. And that's that would be frustrating. But you signed Derek Carr, right? And like That is the only part of the whole takedown of that decision that I agree with is it is going to impact your ability to sign players this season. To what extent, though, right? Like yeah. I, I mean, To what extent? I think if you had to prioritize one of these two guys in terms of David Onyemata and Caden Ellis, I think you have to prioritize David Onyemata and it's for no other reason than you desperately need defensive tackles. And you need one you trust. Because like, I don't care how good the offense ends up being next year. If you get run all over, that's, that's really just difficult to win games that way. And then you would end up being another reason that, the, that Derek Carr can't win is because the Saints defense falls off a cliff the second he got there. There's one more free agent that I am very confident in, in where he's going to go. And I'm curious where you think he's going to go
4: before I tell you where I think he's going to go. Okay, Deontay Hardy. What do you think is going to happen with him? Oh, definitely do not think the Saints bring him back with the emergence, obviously, of Rashid Shahid in the not just, you know, the kicking game, also what he was able to do in the offense, but where I think he would go, man, I'm trying to think maybe Denver just because Peyton's there. I'm guessing you'll say
3: yes. Yeah. 100%. He is going to end
0: up in Denver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
2: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Like, Sean, if nothing else, is an ego guy, right? Like, he found this guy out of Assumption College. He's a very good returner. And the only reason that he's not going to be on the Saints is because they just they, they they feel like they can go find returners. Absolutely. And I, I would be... Stunned if he is not on the Broncos next season because I don't know if his value around the league is is ever going to be as high as Sean Payton knows it is because he found him. It's like if Taysom Hill hit free agency, it'd be like snapping him up instantly, right? Like same thing with Deontay, and I don't think it's coincidence that like Sean left town and all of a sudden Deontay is like phased out. I like I would bet I would bet money that that he ends up in Denver and it would be a good spot for him, like. It would be a good role where he could be on an offense that he was getting built into, right? Sean Payton's offense was featuring him more and more. He had a role in it. And he also is an all pro return, man, as long as he can stay healthy. I think it's a no brainer. He's definitely See, not one, gonna be back in the saints.
4: One, you mentioned right there too, that I'm also interested, honestly, is the whole Taysom Hill conundrum with Payton. Will he be bold enough to come after him and try to get him to Denver kind of deal? Or is that too much? Too much of a threat, I don't want to say threat, but too much of something that would disrupt a quarterback like Russell Wilson, I don't know. He's not going to come after Taysom, not on that deal. Not to be his his gadget guy in Denver?
3: No, he might go try to find a gadget guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. But also, you don't necessarily need a gadget guy with Russ, right? Like, Russ is mobile. He's not going to run between the tackles, but I don't think you take that guy off the field the way that you would a Drew Knowing that you can do a
4: lot more with him outside of the pocket. Um, yeah, I guess not, not yet at least, right? He's not got someone that's not a mobile option for you. I don't, I don't think he's going to after Taysom. It's just obviously because you know he's someone that has, you know, gushed over saying that you know he he's the one they were looking they were looking at somebody else with Green Bay, and obviously whatever he saw in Taysom stuck out. It's like I want that guy. Agreed. I think that's the last one on my list. I guess Andy Dalton. What is, what is your, what is your, what is your guess for Andy Dalton? I guess he doesn't come back. I think someone else will find, he'll find a home somewhere in that realm where just waiting in the wings to take over a starting job. Um, That's why I guess I'm, I'm hoping that Andy does move on just because it seems like lately, wherever he's been the backup, the, the, the starter suffers some kind of injury and isn't able to continue. So Don't want to jinx Derek Carr's streak of you know not being banged up in a year. So, too to to Andy Dalton, but they're obviously going to need to find a reliable backup there because I don't think the Jameis will be back.
3: Yeah, I think I think it's fair to 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 kind of think he might be back on the Saints, right? Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against it, but like, yeah, I think there's going to be a team like maybe like again the Colts, right? They might they need a veteran who can show up and be a bridge and maybe he's that guy, right? Like, I think he's still good enough. He was good enough when the bears needed it. I think he showed last year. He's good enough to do it again. So, yeah, I I think, I think the Colts might be like, just like for the same reason that the Colts could be a good destination for Jamis. I think they could be, it could be a good destination for Andy, but if that market's not there and the Saints can get him back another one, one year, $3 million
4: contract, you know, or like, like even a Houston, you know, they're going to take a QB early. You know, go in there and help mentor whoever, you know, the Texans get kind of thing. Yeah, that could be an option. The problem is like they're going to have a lot of pressure to start that guy right away.
3: Well,
4: that's why, hey, there's Andy for you. No pressure here. Right. <laughs> a guy you never have to worry about benching. <laughs> exactly.
3: That is the funny thing with the bridge. Like you want the bridge quarterback to play well, but you don't want him to play too well that like, you're like, you're like hmm. you can't go to your rookie when you
4: want to because it's like, has you in the playoffs, right? <laughs> well, that, see, that was, you know, you mentioned that. That was one of the things last year I kept looking at Atlanta and I was like, what are you going to make the move? But I guess it was because they were, quote unquote, still in contention and why they didn't make the move.
3: The NFC South made sure that they couldn't put Desmond Ritter in until the final four games of the season.
4: Yeah, right. Exactly. Because I'm I like, definitely- any other
3: division other than maybe the AFC South,
4: it would have been like, yeah, you can start him after week 12, maybe week 10. <laughs> that whole experiment didn't seem like it was going to go well for them. And I was, I was definitely surprised to see Mariota stick around as long as he did. But yeah, that, that NFC South kept that, kept him going.
3: <sighs> yeah, it's a yawn for me, which means that it is time to end this Cut program. <laughs> Thanks, everyone who listened. This is Inside Black and Gold. Obviously, we did not do the mailbag this week. We wanted to get in an interview. We swapped a mailbag for just one big bag of questions for one person. But I anticipate that we will be back at it with the mailbag next week. Obviously, it's to start a free agency. So there's going to be some interesting things to talk about. Yeah. Any parting thoughts, Steve? Here we go.
4: No, definitely looking forward to the cranking up a free agency. And I know it probably won't be, I don't think, too active for the Saints early on, just because they're not going to be... The big money players, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how active they can be. Yeah, They've exactly already made right. their spot, right? <laughs> exactly.
3: But all right, I'm Jeff Noack. He's Steve Geller. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak. You can follow him on Twitter at Steve Geller. W W L. He will be out at Derek Carr's press conference on Saturday. I cannot Woo-hoo. be there. I will be watching remotely, but then I will be walking around in the parade. I got my got my cane today. My uh flower Rocket cane. Stick. Yeah got orange in it because that's the only one they had left but i figure i'll just give out those first so by the end of the parade people will assume i got the right one i don't think anyone cares right no but if anyone's on the parade route hit me up on twitter and i'll I'll look for you and i'll give you my garbage i mean flowers (laughs) track down jeff for kisses yeah don't kiss me just take the flower and go away all right this is inside (laughs) black and gold peace